This morning, we continue our series, God Among the Nations, as we look at those outside the family of Israel who were brought into God's story. And today, we look at the story of Rahab. We are introduced to Rahab at the beginning of Joshua chapter 2. And with our initial introduction of Rahab, perhaps we're not quite certain what to think of her. We read that Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. This initial introduction of Rahab doesn't paint her in the most pleasant light. She lives in Jericho, making her a Canaanite, the first mark against her as a character. And not just, any, not just a foreigner, but a foreign woman, which the Israelites have specifically been warned against. And if that wasn't enough against her, we also learn that she is a prostitute. As this story begins, Rahab is painted as a negative character to be wary of. The audience is not meant to think much of her, and in fact, we should probably see her as a threat from how she's introduced. I want to briefly acknowledge that Rahab's story is challenging and complex, and there's a lot about um, this story that can cause us to ask questions. Maybe we wonder why the spies immediately went to a prostitute's house upon entering Jericho. Maybe they thought they were blending in, but is that really all they wanted there? There's also the fact that we see Rahab is required to abandon and betray her own people and culture in order to survive. Who she was before doesn't matter much. And of course, part of Rahab's story is the story of Jericho, in which an entire city is destroyed and killed with God's permission. These are questions that need to be wrestled with, and it can be challenging to hear those parts of this story. And there are certainly ways to read this story that demean women, belittle other cultures, and justify colonization. And we shouldn't forget that those issues are there, and they deserve to be addressed, although I'm not equipped for that today. Today what we want to do is look at the legacy of Rahab that we see is left in the passages that Jesse read in the New Testament. She is cited as someone of faith and of action. And so our focus today is going to be looking at the character of Rahab, her faith, what we can learn from her, and what that means for our own faith. Following Rahab's introduction, we read that the king of Jericho has learned of the spy's presence. And he sends a message to Rahab, commanding her to bring them out to him. At that moment, Rahab has a choice to make. And from the way she was introduced, we aren't given the idea that she's someone to be trusted. The fate of the spies seems to be in jeopardy at this point. However, things quickly take a sharp turn in the story. As the, spies, or as the messengers of the king come to Rahab, they ask her to bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, because they have come to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, yes, the men came to me, but I didn't know from where they came. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. Rahab lies to the king's messengers about her knowledge of the spies and sends the messengers on a wild goose chase to find them. This is the first surprise that Rahab offers us, but it's not the last. 
Once the messenger is gone, Rahab returns to the spies. And we read that she went up onto the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the waters of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Sahan and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. And I want to pause here because Rahab mentions a lot of fear that exists in the hearts of the people as they hear about the Israelites. But what's important is her words that follow. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below. When Rahab returns to the spies, she offers a confession of belief and faith in the God of Israel. She goes on uh, to mention the protection that she offered the spies and asked that they return the favor. As the story goes on, she then follows through on the promise made between her and the spies, tying a scarlet cord in her window and eventually gathering her family into her home to protect them. Rahab acts with boldness in this story. We don't see her hesitate to take action at any point. She is quick to hide the spies and quick to send away the, words, the king's messengers. She then wastes no time in returning to the spies and declaring her allegiance to God and her desire to be saved from the coming destruction. As I read this, it makes sense to me that Rahab had possibly already formed part of her belief in God. This wasn't just some last minute claim to save herself. It doesn't feel like a Hail Mary of confessions of faith. Her bold and decisive actions suggest that perhaps she's had some time to come to her decision of faith. Perhaps she was waiting for an opportunity to come to her, or maybe she was even praying for it. Whatever the case, Rahab was prepared when presented with the opportunity to align herself with Israel and with God. As much as I admire Rahab for that, I'm not sure I'd have the same boldness in her situation. The confidence to take action that might put my life at risk, that's a lot of boldness. And it's hard for me and perhaps for us to imagine what those moments were like for Rahab as she made those decisions, but we can learn something from it. I think Rahab's boldness must have come from the confidence she had in her beliefs. Despite the fact that she had really very little knowledge of God, what she did know was enough to inspire belief and sincere belief. Can I say the same of myself? How about you? I know that I enjoy studying and learning. I feel like that's where my faith grows as I learn more about God, and that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. But even with Rahab's little bit of knowledge, her faith was great. The challenge that Rahab offers me in this is to let my faith be great, regardless of how much I do or don't know. What does Rahab's boldness challenge for you? Perhaps to make your faith more active? Maybe to be more confident in what you believe? I believe that we are called to be bold in our faith, as Rahab was, so what does that mean for you? How can you be inspired by Rahab's boldness? Rahab's faith was more than just boldness, though. She had patience and trust as well. After the spies leave, she waits with faith that they will fulfill the promise they made and rescue her as Jericho falls. 
Her trust even inspires her to gather her family together for their safety. They must have wondered what she was going on about, how she could possibly think that she of all people could be their salvation. Why did she think that these men were to be trusted or that tying a simple scarlet cord in her window would save them? But Rahab had trust in the promises that had been made and so she kept that cord tied in her window and she gathered her family together in her house. Rahab's faith was not just one bold act, but a continuing series of acts that proved her trust in God. I'm not sure how many of us have ever been faced with life and death situations, but we are constantly given opportunities to act in faith. What do we do with these opportunities, small or large, when we face them? When we are confronted with challenges, will we act with fear or will we act with faith? Rahab knew that those around her feared the Israelites. She says as much in her speech. But rather than succumbing to fear, Rahab chose to have faith in a God she believed would deliver her. Rather than imagining what big moments we might face in life to declare our faith, what if we rather focused on the small moments where we can choose to act in faith? Choosing kindness over hate, being hospitable to others, speaking truth rather than lies, listening to those gentle nudgings from the Holy Spirit that can be so easy to ignore at times. Acting faithfully in the small things will help us build capacity to act faithfully when the bigger challenges come. We can also learn from Rahab what it looks like to have kindness towards others. The word that is used to describe Rahab's kindness to the spies in Hebrew is hesed. This is a word that means more than just kindness. In scripture, you'll often see it translated as loving kindness in certain uh, translations of the Bible as an attempt to get more of the meaning in there. But it's a word with deep meaning. It means absolute goodness and kindness. It's not just an emotion or a feeling of kindness, but it involves action. It goes above and beyond what might seemingly be required. It's a word that can be used to describe the devotion that we are to have to God and also God's love and mercy towards us. Hesed is steadfast love and kindness. This is a word with deep meaning and so to see it used here, we can see that Rahab's kindness towards the spies and the kindness she receives in return is no small thing. Like I said before, this isn't some desperate act from Rahab to be saved and to, be, um, to avoid destruction, but this is a great and wonderful act, kindness that was wholehearted and well-intentioned. Her act of hesed shows her faith lived out, and it's part of her confession of belief in God. It's her attempt to be faithful to God. And so Rahab's faith becomes an example for us, because we see that it is Rahab's faith, not her nationality or her family of origin or her culture that brings her into God's family. No, Rahab is included into God's people by faith. She foreshadows what our decisions of faith will look like. 
In part of this understanding of the word hased, there's also the idea that, for the most part, it is done by the person who holds power in a situation. Because they hold the power, their act of hased is not forced, but is chosen. As we can assume from looking at Rahab as a foreigner, a woman, and a prostitute, she is not someone with great power. She is marginalized. Her situation in life leaves her fairly powerless. Yet for a brief moment, she holds power over the spies, the ability to choose life or death for them. And in that moment, her choice is to act with hesed towards them. When given the opportunity, Rahab chooses to act in a way compatible with how God acts towards us. She chooses faithfulness. How do we act when we are in places of power? When we're given the opportunity to make someone's life better or worse, what do we choose? Do we act sacrificially and with great love? Or are we more inclined to think of our own interests, what's better for us, more comfortable for us? Many of us can find ourselves in positions of power regularly. Perhaps we have employees that we oversee or coworkers who report to us. Some of us are given the responsibility to look after others as teachers or doctors, as parents or caregivers. Some of us might find ourselves in places of power because of our wealth or positions that we hold that garner respect in our society. What do we do with these opportunities? Do we choose to act with kindness, with mercy and love towards others? Rahab was given power for one small moment. I can only imagine the temptation to feel powerful for one moment after a life of being powerless. Or the opportunity to exact revenge on these strange men who showed up at her home looking like every other man that shows up at her home and thinking of all the ways she's been wronged throughout her life. That temptation to hold on to power must have been there, to use it, to do something with it for herself. But with her one brief moment of power, it was her faith that dictated her action. She chose to act in faithful, loving kindness in the example of the God she had chosen to believe in. This challenge to act with kindness is no small thing. It requires selflessness and sacrifice, and it's not easy. But it is one of the ways in which we are to respond faithfully and obediently to God and to the great love that we've been shown. It is in these acts of kindness, both the big and the small, that we find our place in God's family. Like Rahab, who we were, the hand in life we were dealt, the upbringing we had, none of those determine our true identity. Who we truly are is found in God, and our acceptance into God's family is based only on our willingness to believe and to commit to that belief. Rahab was an outsider someone who seemed so far from God's promises, born outside of the family of God, in a life that seemed in opposition to faithfulness and obedience to God, without power or choice, with limited options. Yet somehow, Rahab heard of God, 
and not only heard of God, but believed in God. And when the opportunity came, she acted in faith and obedience, and as a result, was welcomed into God's family. She was no longer an outsider. In some ways, we're not that different from Rahab. We have things that draw us away from God. On our own, we don't have what it takes to earn salvation. And like Rahab, we too are given opportunities to choose faithfulness to God. What is our choice in those moments? Do we choose to believe? And beyond belief, do we choose to act? Will we be bold and courageous when the time comes? Will we act with loving kindness as God has done towards us? What will our response be? I hope we choose to be like Rahab, having great faith despite the unknown and having boldness to act on our faith, trusting God to be with us. Please pray with me. God, in the story of Rahab, we are offered a beautiful example of faith and courage, of boldness and kindness, even in a difficult and trying situation. Rahab demonstrates for us what it looks like to act in faith. May we learn from the story of Rahab. May we be bold and courageous when presented with challenges. May we look for opportunities to put our faith into action, to follow our beliefs wholeheartedly. May we choose loving kindness as our response towards others. As we seek to live faithfully, may we remember that our faith brings us into God's family and our identity rests on who we are in God. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Fort Derry MB Church. We hope that what you heard challenged you to think in new ways about Jesus Christ and the life that we are called to through his death and resurrection. If you have any questions about who we are as a church, our mission, or have any other questions in general, please do not hesitate to contact our office email at info at fgmb.ca. Be blessed.